Hello, in today's podcast we talk about toys with the minor beetles joining us. That's right, it's a four-person podcast. We're talking about my toys, their toys, your toys, everybody's toys. Sit back, enjoy the music, and the podcast is coming. Thank you very much. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Beeholes podcast. This is a very special episode. We have four people on the microphones today. We have, uh, to my right, um, I haven't decided a nickname for her today, so we're just going to go with SH. Immediately to my left is Mr. Bacon, and to his left is anything? I could care less. And that to his left is I could care less. <laughs> that works. <laughs> So today we're talking about toys and uh, big to fat get, toys. Yes, <laughs> to give everybody uh, a little background on what we're doing here. I'm 42, and I'm going to be talking about the toys I played with as a child. Um, Sh to my right is an adult as well, and I'm not going to give her age. Uh, Mr. Bacon is 10, and I could care less is all of 16. So we got four different viewpoints. I hope going here. Yeah. So the name's appropriate for 16, right? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it does work. Yeah. It does work pretty well. It does. So, uh, I'm going to throw to Mr. Bacon first. Okay. Uh, tell me what right now. You're 10 years old. Okay. Yeah. I want you to tell me right now what your favorite toy is. Legos. Say again. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not Legos. So, what do you what do you like? If you had to play with something right now, what would you go to? I would go to probably. Hmm. If you could only have one toy for the rest of your life, what would it be? I'd have a computer by my side. Okay, that's a very good choice. I like memes. Nah. All right. Um, but that the memes aren't the toy. I mean, are you talking computer games or just internet access? I mean, internet what are you going to do with it? Well, would you have a video game system or a computer? A computer. Okay. So, Mr. Bacon would go with a computer if he had to pick right now. I could care less. What what toy at 16, you know, besides the obvious toy that every 16-year-old male is going to be playing with a lot, what toy, if you could have <clears throat> for the rest of your life, what what toy would you want? Do musical instruments count? Sure, why not? Uh, the guitar. Okay. Now, what does the guitar give you that re- that makes it a replacement for a toy? Well, it gives me the ability to be creative. And imaginative. So, like a Lego. Yeah. Or an art kit. Yeah. I like art kits. Thank you. <laughs> Any, what? Anything like to art. add? What's that? Anything to add about his guitar choice? That's a good choice. I like that choice. I'd bring my socks. It's a good choice, I guess. It doesn't feel very toy-y, but I, I get the creative aspect of it. So... Definitely picking a guitar. Any particular guitar? Are you going to go electric, acoustic? Probably acoustic, because I don't think there will be any amps around. Yeah. Well, we're not talking Desert Island. Oh, oh, I was thinking Desert Island. (laughs) No, 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 not the Desert (laughs) Island. Would an amp count as another toy, then? No, it's all part of the same thing. All right, then yeah, electric. Like, I'm not... (laughs) This isn't meant to be, like, that intense. Just, I'm trying to figure out... I'm trying to figure out what toy you would want, you know? Yeah, electric. Okay. S.H., What's your what? What's your uh, what's what's the toy from your childhood that sticks out the most to you? See, that's hard for me because I had a very short attention span. So whatever was on TV, um, 
I had a lot of dolls, I guess. Like Barbie dolls. I had a Rainbow Bright doll mm. that I was very attached to. Do I have hear laughter? No. No, I, I didn't burped. Hear it. Oh. Okay, well, next time you burp, uh, away from the mic, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> So, doll, like, Bratz dolls, Barbie dolls? You're a little old for Bratz dolls, right? Yeah, I'm a little old for Bratz dolls. Um, right. I had some Barbie dolls, but, like, I mean, a lot of interactive doll toy things. Because I had some action figures, too, and they cross genres. Right. So yeah. what action figures did you have? I had Ninja Turtles. Oh, Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Um, did you hit... Okay. I want to talk about the Ninja Turtle toys for a minute. Okay. Okay, did you have, like... The early rounds of Ninja Turtle toys? I don't know. They were plastic with little... You could take off their mask and they were rubber. Okay. Type. All right. Was that early? I don't know. How ridiculous, how hard did you find the arms and legs on those things to move them? Oh, they didn't move. They were just kind of Oh, they didn't move? They weren't posable? Sure, they were posable, but like I think where you're getting at is they were difficult to move, so I didn't move them. Yeah. Yeah, those Ninja Turtle toys and... Uh, he-Man a little bit. They just they were set up so they were impossible to pose, like in a way that they could stand on their own. You yeah, know, well, like, you could pose them, and that was the position they were in until you felt right frisky enough to pose them again. I right. Guess. Well, I mean that's that's going to be true with any of them, but just, if you if you like posing, have you ever heard of Vacuum Man? No, I'm not familiar. He's like the I think he's the villain in the Stretch Armstrong thing. And he has, like, a vacuum. I didn't, well, I didn't know Stretch Armstrong had a villain. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, like, you put it in his ear, and then you push, so it's like a vacuum, and then he, like, tightens up. Or he ta- push the thing, so he tightens up, and then he just, you can pose him. Oh. Wow. So then he didn't, like, come at Stretch Armstrong and threaten him with tidiness? No. Okay. That'd be funny if it did, though. Freaking kids everywhere to clean the rooms. Yeah. I'm gonna vacuum. <laughs> I'll do the vacuum. You clean the room. Okay. So, so you had uh, Ninja Turtles, and you said you had interactive dolls, like. No, not interactive. It's just. Like the ones that you know the eyes would open and close, stuff like that. Oh, I had a baby alive. That thing's freaky, especially without the skin. <laughs> I remember buying one of those for my daughter. I feel like I've seen one of The ones those. that you filled up with water, right? Uh, so they felt real? No, you didn't fill them up with water. It, it was like a hard plastic, but it, its mouth made the sucking thing, and then it, it pretty much had a tube that anything you put through its mouth came out its diaper. Was it like a Cabbage Patch Kid? <laughs> no, but I had one of those too. <laughs> so they took a doll and replicated the single worst part of having a baby. Yeah, but it as didn't, a it toy. didn't smell like poop. It didn't digest it, of course. So it came out exactly the way it went in. So <laughs> I, I guess like some babies. There is the saving grace of that. Then have you? I mean, who wants baby shits or pants? <laughs> Nobody wants that. No, but more kids than you think because you know they had the diapers that were really expensive, replacement yeah. diapers. They get the they get the fluffy diapers. You could use a real diaper on it too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I have it somewhere, but yeah, the, like uh, the more the more loved these things are, the the less of its skin would be on it, and it was like a robotic oh. doll oh. thing under it, and it was. <laughs> I just thought of something strange. Oh. It's ahead. like a, it's it's. 
It's like a zebra print diaper. Zebra okay. print diaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Zebra print diaper. <laughs> oh no, like, like a tiger print. So like diaper. Anim- animal print yeah, diapers? Yeah. Like, it's like orange or then it's like brown. They'll be brown <laughs> eventually. <laughs> we don't need to make brown <laughs> diapers. Finding, finding a, a, a tiger. I know. All right. <laughs> I, I could care less of sitting over here, and he—he's laughing real hard, silently. It's very fun to watch. He's still doing it. What? <laughs> okay. So, any other toys from your childhood you want to talk about? Tamagotchi. That would be that era, right? Yeah, I guess I was more around Conrad's age around Tamagotchi. I guess. I could care less his age. I could care less his age. Oh, there's already a bleep in this. Now the secret's out. Oh, no! I'm very bad at this. Sorry. No, it's all right, buddy. Just bring it down a little. Yeah. Just don't scream into the microphone. Or don't have it in your mouth when you scream. Yeah, don't do that either. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I I guess I have a little story with Tamagotchi. It's not super interesting. Fire away. Like... When they first came out, they were pretty par- pricey and hard to get because everybody wanted one. I mean, with new toys and that sort of craze thing. But uh, I went and visited my family in the Philippines, and they were off-brand Tamagotchis, so I got myself one. And I guess it's not a huge deal, but like they they are super interesting for like three days. Then all of a sudden, you'll check on them in a month, and they'll either be dead or they'll be fecal matter everywhere that you have to clean up. <laughs> How did the wait? You have to clean up. You had to clean up the. You never had it. You never. No, had I never a had one. I, okay. I was an adult yeah, when they well, came out. Whatever. No, because you know uh, you fed them, you cleaned them, as, like you washed them, and then they would have feces or diapers or or whatever kind of. <laughs> I don't know what kind of. I don't remember. It's been a long time. But I just remember there'd be, like, you know, a little poo emoji with, like, flies coming out of it. <laughs> and it's oh, like, I can oh, and then you'd just have to clean it. I mean, it was just a button, but, like, after a month of not taking care of it, it was everywhere. Just a truckload of virtual feces. Just yep. like a real child. Don't no, that's not virtual. <laughs> hey, I got a new truckload for you. Yep. Any other toys? I picked it up a small day. I'm sure I'll come up with more eventually, but I don't really... I mean, like, I, I like the simpler ones, like the super soakers and stuff like that. Right. Like stuff you could play outside. Just gonna be in the middle of work and then just scream, I got it! Oh, yes. sorry. It, it's okay. <laughs> I got it! Yeah. <laughs> Better. <laughs> so, I am 40 years old, and uh, which makes me a child in what I consider the golden age of toys. And that was when TV really figured out that they can take any toy that they want and sell a crap ton of it. So I was in the golden age of G.I. Joe because of the show. I had Transformers because of the show. I had He-Man because of the show. And uh, so many of those Saturday morning cartoons, especially the ones geared toward boys, were all about selling the toys and uh I, I i had sorry go ahead nothing okay i was just mumbling to myself okay <laughs> i forgot what i was talking about now were you, you talking cats? about uh you were talking about like he-man and 
Transformers yeah. and, and how they G.I. advertised. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the shows were really there to to sell the toys, but some of the shows, and especially uh, G.I. Joe, um, those were actually pretty well done shows. Um, they uh, they had plots and stories that you know made sense to you know eight year old me <laughs> with my Flint character, and and I had uh, the Cobra Hiss tank, and I had. Uh, didn't you have Snake Eyes? Oh, everybody had Snake Eyes. That was, that was a must get. Snake Eyes was the G.I. Joe to get. What was the Cobra variant of him? The yeah. one Storm the Shadow. Yeah. Storm Shadow was Storm Shadow was less common among my friends. Um and my cousins. I think one of my cousins might have had Storm Shadow. Yep. One of my cousins had Storm Shadow. And there there was four of us that were all cousins. Or well, I was cousins with all of them, and two of them, all of them were cousins with me, but they weren't all cousins with each other, which wasn't important, but it was fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'd all play, we'd play G.I. Joe a lot, and uh, we were pretty good about making sure that there weren't a lot of repeats. Like, if I had a certain vehicle, um, my cousins would try and get different vehicles so that, you know, we weren't copying each other because we'd all play it together yeah so we'd uh we, we had a between primarily the three of us shane chase and myself we had a ton of gi joes i mean just an absolute ton and uh we played them all the time we'd play them in the winter and uh we'd build bases into the snow drifts and then you know we'd finish playing and then we'd finish playing and then you know in the spring, we'd find the guys that didn't make it out of the battles <laughs> because the snow would finally thaw it out. Like that scene from Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, my big toy, um, the big one for me uh, as a kid, especially, was uh, my X-wing fighter. Like uh, the one you have uh, around you. Yeah, somewhere. like the model up there. But th- yeah. this was an actual. This was the actual toy, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've told either one of you guys this story yet. Um, mm-hmm. I got the X-Wing fighter with Luke Skywalker as the pilot, and it had the sounds, and it had R2-D2, and you could push down on R2-D2's head, and the wings would go into the X-Wing position, into the attack position. Awesome. It would lock the S-foils in attack position. <laughs> and you bet your bippy I said that every time I did it, too. Bippy? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what that is, but we're rolling with it. But (laughs) I I was extremely lucky when I got my X-Wing fighter because we were living in a cottage up on the water way up north. And uh, my father was building a house on that property. And at the time, all we had was a pit. We had a hole in the ground. And a trench dug to it, to the shore for the water line. And this was, for five, six-year-old me, this was a pretty serious trench. Which meant I could take that X-Wing fighter, and I could go up and down that trench, do the trench run, do the Death Star trench Recreate run. Recreate the Death Star scene. Absolutely, because yeah. I had a trench. I mean, it was there. <laughs> this was perfect. But the first morning after my birthday, so, you know, height of the summer, it's August 8th. And it's, I don't know, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. And I get up, get out of my bunk bed with my sister on the top. I was on the bottom. 
I get up, I throw a shirt on, just a shirt, and I grab that X-Wing every damn morning, but especially that first morning, and I'd be doing trench runs in my underwear with an X-Wing fighter, and I'd be blowing the Empire to Kingdom <laughs> friggin' come in my underwear. <laughs> so visual for anybody who wants that visual. I, I'm not, I wouldn't be, they should make that like an act, like a, like a bonus scene on the Star Wars movies. The deleted scenes. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just George Lucas running in a trench. <laughs> 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 That's where the scene actually came from. Underwear and a white Fruit of the Loom t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two other guys trailing him with like the TIE fighters. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna green screen it all out. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll, see, you'll see like a like Darth Vader in one of them. They'll make a they'll make a they'll make like. Could you imagine? Lip off to my sister aunt. I'm not gonna say her name, but could you imagine my sister just like in the Darth Vader helmet running in the trench <laughs> behind me? <laughs> also in whitey tidies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> It's yeah. not funny anymore. It's, it's now it's just weird. No, it's strange. <laughs> Don't get on your, your father's bandwagon here. Okay. But um, that X-Wing fighter actually still exists somewhere. It is not in the shape it was. Because <laughs> like, it met. Because you ran it through a trench. trench. <laughs> I was holding it. I wasn't smashing it against the walls. <laughs> you might have dropped it a few times, though. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, I was an anal little butt monkey about my toys. <laughs> no, I was. Like, you could, if my G.I. Joe guys still existed somewhere, I'm sure my mom has them in a box somewhere or something. Except for the ones that you left in the snow. <laughs> well, I was never mine that got left in the snow. <laughs> never. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, but I took ridiculously good care of all my toys. I mean, I just, I just did. I didn't. My mother took care of my. <laughs> <laughs> my toys were the only thing I did take care of. My room was a, it was a disaster. Did you share a room with uh, your sister? In in that little cottage, we did. Oh. Um, yeah. But we were really only there for summers, and not a ton of them. You know, once Dad finally got the house built, you know, we each had our own room. But coming back to the GI Joes, the GI Joes of that era were pretty awesome. They were fully posable. They had the kung fu grip, but. They were held together. The torso and the head and the arms had a hook in, in inside, a little metal hook. And the legs and the waist were all held together with this rubber band. And this rubber band would connect to that hook inside the torso. So the whole thing was held together with this really strong rubber band. The problem is, is the crotches on the G.I. Joe guys was just this teeny tiny thin little piece of plastic. Uh-oh. And it would invariably break off. The problem is, is when you broke a G.I. Joe guy's crotch off, his legs got all floppy. And, like, you couldn't pose his legs anymore. Are you enjoying this? <laughs> but the legs would get all floppy. You can hold it, and the legs would be flopping around. It reminds me, every time I see them do that bit, with Joe on Family Guy where he's out of the chair and yeah. his legs are flopping around, I immediately go back to my uh, Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe action figure, which was one of the few of mine that had the broken crotch. And you could just flop his legs around. 
But every time I got a G.I. Joe with a broken crotch, they always became the first to die in the battles. Because I just didn't want to play with them. I'm like, yep, you're dead, sacrificial lamb. You have no crotch. You're dead. You're dishonorably discharged. <laughs> you do not... You will... This is the land of crotch. No crotches will be f- murdered. Wow. Okay. No, I just ran them out in front. Oh. It'd be like, hey, I know I have all these crazy vehicles, and I have an, I have like a forward swept wing jet, and I have the F sixteen, and I have these crazy tanks. But you guys run out in front because I don't want to play with you that much. <laughs> so you go die. So instead of just You're putting the them in a vehicle where the, the, that you don't have to pose them, like they the, can live in that vehicle. That takes the imagination out. I only want able bodied people driving my vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no flappy leg bastards. <laughs> No, you have no idea. <laughs> when the crotch would break on one of these G.I. Joe guys, it was maddening. Because it's <laughs> just, I? the legs lost all ability for anything. Did you want to say something? Could I, could I call one of, can I call the one that, the one that you, the G.I. Joe that you were talking about? Can I call him Flopper? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful. That was Sergeant Slaughter. You know who Sergeant Slaughter was. I don't remember. I Sergeant watched. Slaughter was a wrestler that they made a G.I. Joe figure for him. Really? Oh, yeah. They also made, they had a G.I. Joe guy for uh, William the Refrigerator Perry, and I had that one. The Refrigerator. <laughs> and I, the only way I could get him, for the longest time, the only way you could get him was to send in points. Toys at the time, this is, an, this is another <laughs> great marketing trick that they did especially Transformers and G.I. Joe, on the package there would be this little proof of purchase that was worth so many points, okay? And every now and then you'd find one of these catalogs where you could add up all your points and mail them to Hasbro, and 27 months later they would send you the toy that you had ordered with those points. And that's how I got Sergeant Slaughter, and that's how I got... Ah, uh, the fridge. I got William Ref- the Refrigerator Perry. Is he literally just like a refrigerator? No, it's, mm. the actual man, he was a huge dude. I mean, just a massive, massive dude. And a lot of that was fat. I mean, he was a, he was a big, fat dude. Like Andre the Giant? Yeah, but not that tall. Yeah. You um, know what? That's sad. They don't do that anymore. Like, the point system. And if they do, you still have to pay for the product. Yeah, I mean... By, like, a lot. They're like, oh, if you send us... 50,000 points, which is like a dollar a piece, you can still get this product for thirty nine ninety nine when it's worth twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. No, these it's were ridiculous. awesome. These were awesome because it was just shipping. It was all you paid for. Yeah. Um, well, I remember the Kool-Aid points when like, they meant <laughs> oh, yep. something. You know what the coolest thing I ever got with Kool-Aid points was? What's that? The Kool-Aid Man arcade, or Atari 2600 video game. Oh, and I it's actually that. a very cool game. They made a Kool-Aid Man Atari game? Yeah, it's actually really good, too. Is that that? That's how I got Spider-Man for the Atari 2600, was Kool-Aid points. And I got Amadar. Uh, wow, I was they, really into the points. Well, they didn't have <laughs> video games when I was looking at it. They had, like, toys and, like, pictures and glasses and stuff like that. Um, but, like, no video games. This actually, you had to get them through the Atari catalog. But it was still Kool-Aid points. Oh. Like, they weren't listed in Kool-Aid catalogs. Well, we didn't have an Atari system at the time, too, so there was no point. Well, I mean, you'd have been, like, super-duper young with an Atari system. Isn't 
Isn't that a isn't that the Atari game that you were talking about? That weird one with the thirsties or whatever. Yes, that's Kool Aid Man. It was awesome. Yeah, and they got so, like long straws. And yep, all. yep. They would shoot down these straws into this pool of Kool Aid at the yeah. bottom, because you know everybody has a swimming pool full yeah. of Kool Aid. What an awesome! Oh thing. yeah. Yeah, and you had to go through, and uh, you couldn't touch them if they weren't drinking. If they weren't drink drinking if they were just moving back and forth across the screen and they touched you you'd go all crazy bonkers just bouncing all over the screen but if they were drinking you could you could pick you know, them up yeah you could take them and then every now and then you would become kool-aid man and it would get all big and then you could just you could run roughshod over the whole screen wait you weren't kool-aid man in the beginning you were but you just you would be just this little pitcher you'd be oh okay you know like like when mario gets the uh, yeah, mushroom i get you um, but this was random or it was timed or something. I don't remember how you got to be Kool-Aid Man. But it would be fun. The, the The most fun part of that game would just be getting hit by one of the Thirsties and just pinballing around the screen. Because every time you, you had no control, you just went ape shit, bouncing off the walls <laughs> and stuff. But if you hit another one of these Thirsties, if you hit another one of these guys, it would just be more ape shit. <laughs> so... You could wipe out an entire game just bouncing around the screen and never having control of the character. It was pretty fun. Can't you, like... It, don't if they, like, drink all, all of your Kool-Aid, they... That's game you over, just, man. Like, you, the screen game just over, turns, man. like, black, game and you over. go... You, and when they hit you, and you have no control over your character, and they just hit you, and you start bouncing all over the place. Oh, yeah. No, that's it would go forever. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pawn. It, yeah, but you weren't playing. You were just watching. You were you were the ball. <laughs> be the oh, no. ball. It would go crazy fast. Like, if you kept on getting hit, you'd just be a blur on the screen. <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, and I want to bring it back to toys after you. The Atari 2600 is a toy. Yes! That's like a whole other subject in general, just talking about video games. And talking systems. about Kool-Aid, man. So, oh, like, yeah. Let's, Kool-Aid. let's move on just a little. Kool-Aid. I want to do one of the... One of the future podcasts I want to do is I want to um, make these two over here sit and play old Atari 2600 games. And, yeah. I, ju- and I just want to have them talking while they're doing it. Okay, <laughs> we, we can do that. But I, I guess I have a question for uh, not caring boy over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Could care less. Uh, yeah. So you pick guitar as of now, but did you have any toys when you were younger? Like, let's say between six and twelve, that you absolutely couldn't live without. Oh my god. Um, I I was into Beyblade for a while. Beyblade. Okay. Yeah. Did they have toys? No. Hold on. Or real. Was it like, is that a show? Or I don't yeah. Know. I need, we need you to explain. It was, explain Beyblade. I mean, was, I understand it, but I bought that crap for you. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know what that is. You know, because you paid. <laughs> No, um, it was this show that, it was essentially like Pokemon, but with tops. Oh, okay, I might know what that is, but yeah. carry on with explaining. You'd get, like, a top, and you would get this unique little spinner. Uh-huh. you put the cord in, and you'd pull it back, and they'd spin around really fast in this enclosed arena, and oh. the one, to, the first one to stop spinning would lose immediately. Yeah, but they so, had this... So tops. Yeah, they had this anime <laughs> show for it, though, that was really cool. That it was essentially made tops fighting look really awesome because it gave you these cool visuals. Weren't they really heavy too? Yeah, they were huge, like metallic. Yeah, like, that, like the actually... little pogs or the stoppers, the metal pogs. Yeah, and they heavy. had, and they had. Uh... <laughs> That's another toy I had. Pogs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was mi- a thing. I missed the po- no pogs were huge. Um, just after I stopped really being into stuff like that. 
But <laughs> the the Beyblade was cool because there were like three different types, right? Yeah. There was a an attacker. There was one that moved around really fast and attacked. There was one that just kind of stayed still. Right, and it was really heavy. And, yeah. Yeah. And then there was a third one that I think could switch between the two at will. Right. But I'm not... I Well, not at remember. will. Like, you had, yeah. to, you had to do stuff to it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they sold it with, like, this big, cheap, super cheap plastic arena thing that was, like, a like somewhat of a bowl, so it would force them... Yeah. You know, it, to hit in each other. Some, I had this unique one that you could change out the centerpiece. One with just straight line. That's right, I remember. It had, yeah. like, these grooves and stuff in yeah. it that would force the tops in certain directions. Yeah. It would change the way the game was played, too. Actually, I think you have that. It would make it intense, man. <laughs> I think he, I, I think you have one of those arenas at Mom's, right? I have. I think I might. I'm yeah. not sure. You probably still have most of the stuff in various places. Yeah, I mean, this isn't that long ago for you. <laughs> Beyblades used to be huge at the school, too. Oh, yeah. yeah no, like it was a huge They show. didn't blam that? Or blam that. Ban that? <laughs> blam it? They didn't blam it. <laughs> we don't like this. We're going to blam it. Blam it. We're not sure what that means, but it's well, blam! I mean, blam! ban so many things. That just seems like something to ban. Because like, oh no, it's promoting fighting. Oh no, they could use this as a weapon. Well, blah, you, blah, 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 you blah. You couldn't fight with them at school because the arena was huge. Uh-huh. But well, you couldn't put your books together in some kind of, like, cage match form? No. It, it, had, it had to be that specific arena because they wouldn't really work regardless. I don't believe you. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, weird. I, I I get it. I guess it, it's like magic. You couldn't. You didn't really play with them, but you traded them back and forth. Like I ended up getting this really cool uh, spinner that had two that you could do two at once, and I traded that in for um, I think a red one that I had. Oh. Traded it in, like well, with another kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I traded <laughs> it in at GameStop. Like, uh, I was gonna say I don't remember a there I don't being know. a market for that. <laughs> so money. Okay, crispy nope. bacon. I got a, I got a question for you. I don't remember your nickname, so it's I'm Mr. gonna make them up as I go. Actually, I like that. Okay, Mr. Mr. Crispy, Mr. crispy bacon. bacon. Yeah. Mr. Crispy bacon. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep that. They call me. All right, Mr. Uh, crispy, crispy bacon. bacon. So you said computer for a toy you would want. Like yeah. Christmas is coming up pretty soon. There's a bunch of toys out there in the market. What would you say you would want for Christmas? And do you need time to think about it? Wow. Like if you could have any toy. There is a visceral reaction yeah. happening here. I'd have a 40-pack forty, I'd have a 40 pack of batteries and a, and, a, and a controller by my side. Okay. <laughs> what 40 controller? 40-pack of batteries and a controller. And a headphone set. Okay, what controller for what? I'd... At, Xbox so hard. You'd Xbox so hard. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Is Xbox something you can live without? Like, what if Xbox just uh, ceased to exist and you only had the memory? Oh well, yeah, there's other Xboxes that I can use. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, like, if... Taking Xbox completely off the table. Yeah. Like, there uh, was a malfunction in every Xbox ever. I'd probably use the PlayStation. I don't even really like PlayStations, but it's the only game system I have, so... Okay, so it has to be a game system. <laughs> well, I mean, just kind of noticing patterns. Weren't you into those, like, Batman Imaginex toys for a while? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, those, like, thing... Yeah, I remember those. 
They were like Batman's version of the Fisher Price people. Yeah. You could get like the Batcave. They were pretty cool. They were. He, you had that one Batcave that was awesome. Yeah. It had a searchlight and all kinds of craziness on it. Yeah, this really cool one that had a working elevator in it. I mean, you had to crank it, but it was yeah. actually, yeah. That's right, yeah, you had to put the guy on the top. Yeah. Because I had the spot for the feet. Yeah. That's right. Which I never understood that. Can't you just do that with your hands? Yeah. Well, yeah, you didn't have to put the guy there. But they made it such a, like, a big deal that you put the guy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool story. Thank you. <laughs> Interesting. You could care less. <laughs> That's why you said cool story. Cool story. Story night. Cool All right. story night. Is there anything we didn't touch on that you guys absolutely want to mention? Bakugan. 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 <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. So Bakugan, what was it? It was like a card game, right? It was, you'd put a card down, you had these little balls. Oh, right. Yeah, you'd throw them and they were magnetic and they'd pop open and there were monsters. So. They were kick ass too. They were pretty cool. Um. The little balls had magnets in them, yeah. and certain cards had corresponding magnets. So when you rolled the little monster over the card, it would stop and pop up and stop being a ball, and it would be a monster that vaguely shaped like a ball previously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, think I, have, I think I have a couple in my room, actually. Bakugan? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. The, I don't have the clothes, but I have the, the things. The, the reason that's a little funny... <laughs> Is <laughs> when uh, I could care less was considerably younger, seven or eight maybe. Oh, I think it's even before that. Really? Yeah. Oh no, maybe not. No. Um, the the cartoon that went with this toy had an awful theme song. It was just the worst theme song ever, and it was just them screaming Bakugan over and over again. And then he'd say something that was like, I'm sure makes super duper sense to a seven or eight year old, but just made no sense to me. So, it, it's like the Bubble Guppies theme song? I, I honestly don't know that theme song very well. They just so. constantly keep on saying Bubble Guppies. No, this was be, this would be like, they'd say something and be like, I have to give it my all. I mean, like, okay, at, at the game, give give your all. Cool story, That's bro. That's awesome. <laughs> nice job, Boo. But I always called it Kugan just because it got such a reaction out of you. Like, you would get angry. Pissed me off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He, he would lose his mind. I had a Bakugan shirt, and every time you saw it, you'd just call it Bakugan. i go, Bakugan! <laughs> He'd be like, ah, it's Bakugan, it's Bakugan! <laughs> I'm like, I know that, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi. So, Shireen had her Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the creepy Filipino robot. Tamagotchi. Oh. oh, the Filipino Tamagotchi. And the super creepy baby that pisses itself as the skin slowly sloughs off. It doesn't slough. So, so hers was horrifying. A lot of things are horrifying once you remove parts. I, I just remembered something. All right, shoot. There was, this thing called, there was this thing called a face bank, and I don't know if you've heard of it. And it's like it a, it's a, little, it's a robotic <laughs> bank, like a piggy bank. Uh-huh. And it has it has two creepy eyes and a mouth in it, and whenever you put a and whenever you put a coin in it, it starts eating the it starts eating the coin like mom, and the coin slowly goes in, and it, it's 
I it's, like the sound effects. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow. How oh, wow. I'll Google it later, but I don't think I want it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of those toys with the cat. You put the coin on the thing, and the oh cat my will God. Like, pull it up. And oh, it. No, oh, we yeah. can talk about that later, I guess. I'll, I'll try getting you a picture so I okay. can find one. All right. So, and Mr. Crispy, Mr. Crispy Bacon here <laughs> Mr. Ed has his computer and the guitar. Yeah. Is there anything else anybody wants to bring up, or is it time? Or is it time to wrap up? Uh, the blade, ba- the blade, the Beyblades. Uh, <laughs> you that? Yeah, we already did the Beyblades. I know, but he wants to bring it back up. So I thought of something toy. funny, but I can't see. It. Okay, I got a neat one. Uh, Conrad, we can come I back to toys some other time too. I mean, there's Conrad? a lot of toys out there. Uh, con- <laughs> I don't care. About I could kill that. No. I could kill last yeah, has that. two of them. Oh, has a couple of, has a bag of them upstairs. Of uh, Beyblades? Yeah. Yeah. I had this really cool one that when you spun it, the numbers would show up on how fast it was going on top. I remember that one. That one was awesome. You're going to have to bleep a lot. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So I guess we'll wrap it up for SH, Mr. Crispy Bacon. I could care less and myself. Thanks for listening. Um, I know I said previously that that the next episode was going to be the usual suspects episode, but uh, that's uh, on hold um, until we can get our some schedules figured out. And I apologize for this one being a month late. (laughs) We could try. We could try putting up uh, putting up the raspberry pie again. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. The Atari. The Atari episode will be a filler episode. Yeah. (laughs) Tied you over. <laughs> so, well, or, like, <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> well, I'd like videos of that, of the trench, of the X-Wing trench. Yeah, I'm not recreating that, so <laughs> you can have a video <laughs> well, of it. Well, I'd like anime. For, first of all, Dad would be like, you want me to redug the trench for what? <laughs> well, I'd like the, well, I'd like no, well, I'd like Naruto music in the back. Well, I'd like Naruto music in the back. I, I think SH just fat shamed me. <laughs> <laughs> It only have to be it's a only fat, it is only fat shaming, <laughs> fat shaming. if you're shamed. Fat shaming. No, fat right. shame. Fat shame. He lost his shame when he ran naked in the trench. With I wasn't shame. naked. <laughs> I had a pair of fruities and a white t-shirt. Actually, sometimes I had the white. I had a white ringer t-shirt that had the ring collar that just said "Master" on the front of it. <laughs> I wore the hell out of that t-shirt. <laughs> so anyway, wrapping up again. For all of us here at the B-Holes Podcast Network, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. That's all, and thanks for listening today. I'd like to thank the minor B-Holes, Mr. Bacon, and I could care less. Once again, for everybody at the B-Holes Podcast, thanks for listening. Not going to tell you when the next one's going to be, because I don't know. Hopefully it's coming soon. <laughs>